Alright, time for Market Guard Enforcer Imperial Style. Good things take time. This is an example of that statement. Aging Elijah Craig bourbon barrels for an entire year, which brings a soothing vanilla aroma with roasted chestnuts, candy caramel, and American oak. Full-bodied as were a black, smooth, cherry char that warms the soul. It's an ABV of 10.5. Oh, my God. So sexy. By the way, that was the most... I've had a couple sips of this, and that was... I, that was like perfectly written for oh, what wow. this tastes like. Wow, yeah, <laughs> perfectly written. Good. Other than the soul part, because there's no soul. So, you know, I... and does that thing come <laughs> in a grenade? Dude, it's an explosion it's, of flavor. And it's got a <laughs> pin tag on it, it too. Looks, it's a, it's a Pull it and throw it, and let's see what happens. <laughs> this thing is now, dark as night. Dude, that that dark. is. Uh, Dude, if I, I'm glad I sipped it first before you read that because I wouldn't have appreciated everything you said between the vanilla and the mm-hmm. cherry and the oaky and all that stuff. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, that's all. Wow. The vanilla is intense. And it has like a, it has a very subtle aroma on the top. It really does. You don't really it, it doesn't punch. It's yeah. it's re, it's a really soft kind of bouquet on the top. You know, it's it's freaking smooth. It's dangerous. You know, it's pretty amazing. It, it doesn't yeah. it, almost barely a I don't know. It's like a hybrid between hard liquor and beer to me. Wow. That is, I, I mean, right on. It's pushing that kind of bit. Guinness um, type of, what is that, uh, stout? Yeah. yeah. It's like a yeah. stouting. But it's not, doesn't, it right. like pulls up short of that, so it doesn't have that heavy dark. So, like, yeah, that that's, uh, yeah. that's pretty good. Being a bourbon lover, yeah. this is hitting me in all the right places. Yep. The heart, the soul, the mind. I mean, this is this is lovely. Yeah. It's love. It is. That is oh. a that is like a bourbon ale for the light beer It's love in a almost. grenade. Oh my I Lord. can't even get with this. I am so anti <gasps> bourbon. I'm sorry. Wow. It's Did just you that taste I'm trying to I'm the oaky flavor. The vanilla hit it. I first. thought you were an American. We <laughs> like alcohol in our Dude. alcohol. <laughs> Slovakia thing. You don't want it. You're Czech and you like. It. Hey, I'm Slo- I'm Slovenian. <laughs> yeah, all right. Got some Bohemians in the house. We got to uh-huh. sa- we got to save it. If you don't want it. Dude, oh, yeah, you guys this is so good. good. The vanilla I mean, is a little strong for me, and then and then it followed up by the bourbon oaky flavor that mm-hmm. I'm not, and all the sugary stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was just strike three right there. I mean, this the is, aroma for me, the aroma on the top is almost black licorice. No, that, that, oh no! Don't say that because I'll be so. No, turned no, off. no! Don't go there because that'll. Yeah, that'll put a bad. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll I start tasting. I'll start I imagining I taste it. <laughs> I'm a lover of it, but that's okay. Everybody to their opinion. Licorice, licorice is, is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I retract my statement for your own mental wellness. <laughs> I think we all agree on that. Yeah, there are a couple flavors. This is so good. Turn me off and black. Licorice is one. Well, it's oh not the flavor. The flavor. I don't taste black licorice at all. It's. Oh, I do taste the vanilla, um, and the cherry. The cherry comes across as well. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm getting that. Yeah. At the end. If we go to the rapture, if we want to get in the rapture, that's if we want to do a forced rapture. Lineup. Do you like black licorice? <laughs> You're out. <laughs> like that is going to take a very necessary group I'd of people rather, out. I'd rather be where all the people who don't like black licorice are going. Exactly. <laughs> rapture to four more years of Trump. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go with rapture. I, I will say, I will say that black licorice is definitely better than chocolate licorice. 
because yeah. chocolate licorice is kind of like the grape nuts of licorice. And I'm a chocoholic, but it's grape nuts, man. It's disgusting. Well, grape nuts is neither nuts nor grape. All right. So chocolate licorice is really neither licorice nor is it chocolate. It's a food like product. <laughs> I hate how people keep trying to wreck chocolate. It's, it's vegan. Right. It's but it's right. not chocolate. They're going to be chocolate. Chocolate licorice is not chocolate. I don't care if they claim that Hershey's is in there. It's not. It's okay. vegan. So it there. should be brown licorice because red licorice is not I will licorice, never try that, so I don't God, have to worry about that it. That is true, <laughs> except except for Aussie. I mean, that's Aussie licorice is amazing. I will eat that any day of the week. I think I just got drunk, like, right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, really literally sweet. right yeah. now, I just went, I feel different. And yeah. I, I'm three uh, quarters of the pretty. way through that thing. <laughs> what was that again? The what? Aussie licorice. Aussie. No, I no, love. What is the no, beer? The... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the enforcer imperial stout. It is an, wow, dude! Like just it is literally right now, I just felt like a left hook. The fact yeah. that it's yeah. making me drunk. <laughs> See, me and Mike eat meat, so we don't feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is you're, a... You're, uh, your, your veins and arteries are all clogged up. With, uh, <laughs> it slows down the blood flow. Right. Can't, it's not there. Mine went right to the old <laughs> right, brain, right, right. man. See, I'm fine, but that's just because I drink a lot of bourbon, so... <laughs> you good, you good. Again, because I'm an American, so I drink bourbon. Marky Garden, you did it. I'm proud of you. Dude. You did it. Fantastic hats off. You did it. Except for Mike. I wish. I wish I could be. A, I mean, I seem always on the outside looking in on these. It's all good, man. Uh, all good. I, I don't think you like stout. You. I'm with you, but you still got to drink that whole damn glass. If, <laughs> I, you, can't be, you can't be a Bible over brew team It's not carnivore. <laughs> I'll oh, wait it. a minute now. So what you're saying is... This is good with the cigar, too, by the way. You can yeah. drink it out of a cow's udder. <laughs> I will take you up I on that. I have a buffalo scrotum over here. Can you... Uh... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> on that note... So, speaking of scrotums... Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Let's try oh, cheese. Oh, what a terrible segue. <laughs> because it turns out there is an actual correlation. Between? So, cheese and sperm concentration. Yes, I went there. That actually is a... So it turns out 1 to 20, to 2.5. 1 to 2.5 servings per day decreased sperm count. And this was done at an actual clinic. And so the, on their intakes, they asked participants how much uh, of each thing they ate. So that also included vegetables. It also included meat. It also included et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Well, cheese intake, there was a direct correlation. If there was 1 to 2.5 servings, there was a huge decrease in sperm count as opposed to those who only had half serving or less. So you can see it's approaching 60% uh, on the on the sperm count level <laughs> as opposed to those who were partaking in cheese. And that's a direct correlation to the concentration. So that's um, all that's pushing me to a a treacherous slope because I'm, I'm anti-population. Exactly. Exactly. I was just saying, bro. So like, like, but I'm also anti-cheese. But so go ahead and eat cheese for less people, or you know, less well, cheese. Well, there'll be more. There'll Which be more in that more shortly. Important. Okay. Yeah. But so. let, break down this infographic for me. So it says half servings per day, and what? So you have millions. So you have yes. that millions of sperm millions per, of sperm yes. per milliliter. Yes. Oh, and so this you're is saying per that day. So if you eat a half a serving that day, you'll have 
up to up, it's, almost it's sixty. Right within, so getting I close. Am totally yeah. infertile. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you eat up to two and a half. Yeah, then oh, it so, down. So you're two. only about 20 oh. million sperm difference. Yes, but there was a marked difference. So max sperm count is 60 million, and then if you eat about two and a half servings, you're down to 40 million. Yeah. Does this even matter? That's still pretty good odds. That's not even 60. That's more it's like, still like pretty good odds. But, right there, so but does this even matter? All it takes is one. But there is, there is a I don't know if this is a relevant study to anything. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about one little sperm against 40 or 56 million. But there was a 20% difference. I'm going to need to see a picture. So, to prove it, Aaron. it's up there. <laughs> Wait, what are these? What are One, these? Two. What are these plastic <laughs> cups over here on the shelf, Juice? What are we doing with those five plastic cups? <laughs> well, a specimen on them. I didn't can want to. Just, like, I didn't want to tell you, can but you see a couple in couples counseling. Like, is well, it you and why is there a block of cheese next to them? <laughs> <laughs> it's the cheese. How long? Did I? Man, this is, did did awesome. I mention that we're taking a trip right after this to a clinic? <laughs> so I gotta ask it. All right, so. I thought it was meat versus no meat. So, the, the no cheese thing, we're being. Oh, wait a minute now. Vegan versus no, no, no. Okay. Uh, dairy is a, in cheese. That's, that is actually. Well, for my seat, that's actually just as bad or even worse as far as that crux of the argument goes. FYI. Yeah. So, yes. naturally, my whole life, I've, been, I've had an aversion to dairy. Right. I could never have cheese. Well, why would you want to drink. Another specimen's breast milk. It is. It is gross if you think. I mean, about think it. about it. It's disgusting. Like if I went out and milked a skunk, would you drink that? No, that's different. Wait, Why is it different? If I went Why? out and if Why I went out, skunks? Uh, let's just say I, am, I know how to milk a skunk, and there's a skunk okay. outside. If I went and milked him, would you have a shot of skunk milk? No, I don't, I don't even understand the rationale. No, no, I'm just. I'm asking you a, a no weird little thing around it. Just if I were to go out and milk a skunk. Would you drink skunk milk? It's a legit question. I'm just asking that question simple out. Yeah. Of course not. And why not? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a skunk. It's, it's something skunk. that stinks. So okay. you assume that a milk, the milk is going to stink. Okay, if I told you that has nothing to do with the milk of it, that's a separate sack. What if it's cat milk? Like maybe okay, cat milk. Yeah. No, if I, I went out and milked a cat, would you drink a pint of cat milk for me? No. Uh, no. Why? Why? I. It's just not... All right, get land the plane. What is the no, plane? no, no? I'm just, that, but that's exactly that's that's exactly the point. It's it's another species breast milk. So whether it's cat, cow, bat, it, it's all the same thing. It's just again, we're getting. I'm sorry, I'm taking yeah. this. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. But you know, you're you're conditioned, and you know, yeah, your programmed societal has said, oh, milk does a body good. Horseshit. <laughs> milk does not do a body good. Yeah, yeah. Milk well, is fortified with everything that does a body good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could take a dump and put calcium Aww. in it and say, here, poop does a body good. I'm just saying, it, it, they're selling milk, and it, 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 you should not I be just drinking. I just sound like SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So that, that was my only point. I just kind of thought of it right now, so I thought I'd make that point now because we mentioned the dairy and cheese. So anyway. I agree, but I don't drink milk either. I've never drunk milk. Okay, well, but right. again, and that's to me, that's a... Uh, uh, and that's that's kind of like we got to peel back the curtain here. I don't think and, all and ask why you're doing that. Well, this is what we've always done. Carnivores necessarily promote drinking milk, or but it's all coming from the same. Well, again, from my soapbox, it's coming from the same uh, space. Right but, from a vegan perspective, it's it's relevant because they choose no dairy. From an omnivore, 
it's not as relevant because you have a choice of dairy or not, and you're still an omnivore. From a carnivore perspective, dairy qualifies, but there's a large number of people that are intolerant of lactose, mm-hmm. which doesn't eliminate dairy per se. <laughs> you can get either raw milk or fermented milk. Or you can take like those that supplements. digest the lactose. Lactate. Oh, to yeah, you, should, you can you can take an enzyme that will break down because people that are lactose intolerant are missing an enzyme in their system, and there's a large number of that, especially um, Asian culture. Like one out of every three are, is missing that mm-hmm. enzyme. So, so I I'm not gonna hang my hat on, on dairy mm-hmm. for that's a personal it, thing. It's actually a mutation in the gene that uh, it, especially believe it or not, for people who are white. It's a, it's a, a special mutation that developed over time. What to be able that, to drink milk or not? Be yeah, able to. that allows you to. To yeah. be able with the white yeah, people. More native cultures milk. have an aversion to it. And it's been uh, a few Asiatic and then, uh, and then Europeans that developed a mutation in their gene which allowed them to drink another mammal's milk. Right. So. Have you guys had evolution in your thing yet? And no, but we will be going over that. That's a hot topic. Yeah, you because you just we've, we've, we've touched on it several dabbled. times. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we've dabbled. And evolution good. in what? No, just evolution in, in general. Maybe biblically or scientifically. But yeah. I will say, you know, from my standpoint, dairy is... I, I can see the whole appealing to psychology as, as why not a cat. Well, I would say why not a cat because cats are also carnivores. And why would you eat another car drink another carnivore's milk rather than the benefit of a ruminant which is cows they have six stomachs to be able to break down the cellulose that we cannot um out of grasses right so we do get nutrients out of cow's milk processed store sold cow's milk filled with antibodies and and you know bad stuff i totally disagree you can say that about your meat digestion so a cat can digest the meat because of the no cats don't eat grass so no, and they don't have six stomachs. The meat. Yeah, I eat a cow because the cow has already turned and converted those nutrients into fat soluble and water soluble nutrients. So we can touch on that real quick because here's the problem with that. So how do you get milk out of a cow? You milk them through their udders. No. <laughs> no, you first you rape them. What? Because Come on, dude. Oh, oh, wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. This, I'm you taking your beer. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm wait touching. Minute. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm touching our ass. Go ahead. Program, but, uh, Go ahead. But yes, that's. Yeah. You're getting into a whole other topic. Exactly. I'm touching. I'm actually touching on Russ's topic. But again, you spun it as a. It's the only way cows produce milk. Well, it, it <laughs> technically. Well. Because he's going to say they have to be pregnant. And they have to be pregnant. I'll tell you what. It's not the same in the animal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. For the sake of this argument. Fucking right on, like that's you got to throw a dart right in the bullseye, and that really is the milk we're all getting at the grocery store. Yes, it's constant rape, and then as soon as you're born, yank the baby out and rape you for more. You know that's what happens. The cows never know their kids; they never feel you know, and they they absolutely one hundred percent feel that baby's born yanked away. They feel that grief. They feel that, and then they're just literally vacuumed to the point. And they, that cycle just repeats itself until the cow can no longer produce. And then, hey, throw it into the meat grinder, and there it goes. So, again, small little picture, side picture of my soapbox over here yeah. with the high, with the moral part of it. I don't know. 
that needs to be talked about any more than that. That's pretty yeah. graphic in, in right. itself. Yeah. So moving on. So moving on. So on top oh, of that. No, that's not even. Fair. No, no, not moving on, but like <laughs> moving on from me talking about it. So so after you do report. that, yes, you do rip the calf away. All right. Uh, not in all cases. Not in all cases. Most. Yeah. Most. Over, well, over well, wait, 90%. Now, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Hold on. Because that's uh, there's a clear uh, process that I want you to talk about. Go ahead, please. Well, in in, in factory, like this is a big sticking point. Now, I there is a huge sticking point yeah. for me, and I'm glad that was the first thing you said yeah. because that's where I was going with the major picture of what I'm talking about, and that's the factory part. Yeah. If you have your own cow and you milk your own cow and you do your own thing, okay, still yeah. from a health standpoint, cross-species milk is still suspect and all that, and I don't... Weird condone that anyway but yes if you had your own couple of chickens and your own couple of deer oh deer well okay your own couple of deer <laughs> and your own couple of cows and your own couple of this and every once in a while you, sl- you know okay i wouldn't choose it but you know what you're not that's your thing and it's not you are not creating this humongous global issue with fact like i guess and maybe i could have been more specific when you asked the moral question is is the factory firm that's right. what i have a huge problem with like huge. So whenever I think of this whole argument, I'm coming from a what I've seen from the the mass, and that is where like I don't care what you say, you're not going to defend that. Like you, I don't care. I don't know. I'd rather everyone dies of of malnutrition than to continue on that factory level shit that's going yeah. on out there. Anyway, back. I honestly I think if we can join forces and really support local sustainable, no matter what the religious diet subscription is you know everybody will benefit and i do think every all our listeners should also come to that table too you know and and shop local ethical um Uh, well don't go that far now is everybody ethical is philosophical is what i'm talking about so whatever you believe is the most ethical because i mean you can go you're okay with fish and bugs dying you know to ship your, your food so at some point you have to make a judgment call of you know how much blood you're, you're seeing right. versus you know. I'm not over the rape thing. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I do think that was a little blow, blow the way you worded it, but uh, is it, that's it was, more it was, or less no, what no, it no, is. No, that's it a human filter that we're trying. Yes, to that's a human that. lens that it's going through. But you're like, forcing there's it. no such no, thing no, as no, rape no. in the animal culture. Have you ever heard of an animal? Wait a minute, Edward. Wait, wait. Have you ever heard of an animal being like, "Hey, you want to go out tonight?" No, I'm not really into you. But like, there is courting or, or rituals. Or that type yes, of... Yes, there is. There is courting rituals. Yeah, okay, and we're supposed to be like... Often uh, it's not respected. <laughs> it often isn't, but there are courting rituals even in the animal world. Where is that study? Okay, and what are we watch supposed Planet, to sit man. there and watch it play out? Like, <laughs> does this one seem like uh, we're going to be able to get some milk out of this? Or is this going to be a, a situation where this would be a liquid rape? To make the milk. Actually, I think that, as funny as it is, that's a great what? point. If I, we want to appeal to nature in some effect. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like if you want to look at nature as, as law, that's true. And humans, but, again, not to be... Uh, well, because we're trying, about because we're trying to equate that with being immoral. Right? Rape, rape is immoral. Well, if that's the case, then, yes. you know, for anyone who eats... Any plant-based food that's not actual food, it, that, that's an ethical and immoral issue then for me. 
Wait, what? Wait, what do you mean? Uh, I, I think you need to unpack that one. Well, Monsanto. Okay. Are their foods natural? Okay, so I have gone over and over again how much I don't like Monsanto. I, mean, I know so. you have. I know you have. But what I'm saying is, can I live off a plant-based diet just solely off Monsanto food? If I chose to. Be rough? Yes. You could. Yes, I could. Yeah. Could. So, at... Well, you're talking about now humans poisoning humans. Yeah. Like, well, we're talking I mean, about immorality when yeah, you said immorality. rape. Well, now but, you're getting into, like, does broccoli have feelings type of stuff? I don't <laughs> no. know. The plant-based people oh. would have to tell me are that. You, <laughs> well, that's you're not saying. seriously going there, are you? I mean, there is a study. There's, there's no sentience. There's no sentience, sentience. in a plant. Awareness is different than sentience. Awareness is definitely different than sentience. <laughs> Awareness. Oh, true. True. But I do think there's over-personification in a lot of... Yeah. But I, I, the way that we treat livestock is hands down... Just that's the It's the essence of cruelty. If yeah, that was done yeah. to humans, uh, and it, it has been done in I the past, right? Say, yeah. um, right? We would come down to them, you know, hands down, atomic arms. I mean, but we don't protect any other life form the way that we protect a human and and that is sacrilegious right but I what mean, i'm it's... saying is would you equate every carnivore carnivore as a supporter of purdue farms if if they are let's i'll put it to you this way if mike is supporting well, a local well, farm okay if, because we're if, not if mike is supporting a local farm and and he's eating local then, then that's different right because if, if everything is humanely raised I'm not going to be as humanely staunch with it. Might be one thing, but there's no humanely killed. So nothing wants to die. But well, hold on, I'm going into now. Factory farming is based around cruelty of life in general. If you are, if you're eating a McDonald's burger, if you're eating any kind of fast-made product, you are participating in absolute cruelty. There's no argument from anyone here. About I was going to say, I don't think anyone's going to disagree that factory farming is pretty fucking years. horrible. Yeah. Um, right. Meat eater or not, I don't think anyone would be like, hey, look at them go! You know, like... <laughs> right. Unless you're like a soulless harlot. <laughs> In fact, like the recent... I think there was a recent uh, uh, push by the poultry to say they want the, the speed kill lines. Like, you know, they, they kill... However many per second they want to like double that. Yeah. And like it was denied, but again, you know, to me it's all the end game. You know, okay, yeah, it, it's whether you're like where you pet them, stroke them, feed them good food before you <laughs> cut them. Okay, great. He did. You know, okay, great, fine. But again, you're still the end game. It's you're killing something that doesn't want to die. Um, and, and we talked about that when we were yeah. when we were prepping for this for this discussion. Um, and I'll circle back to it probably a hundred more times before the night's <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are covering ethics later in the show. Yeah. Oh, I think we were covering ethics the whole no, time. because no, you, know, you, you made a comment that was like a, a good comment to lead into that. I just yeah. let it know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so on that side of it, I, I can't, nobody in this world can condone factory manufacturing of all these animals and the cruelty goes along with it and dairy is one of the worst offenders because you have to pump that cow full over and over again or you are not going to get her to produce enough calves to keep her to keep producing milk and so and on top of that let's say you are a big cheese eater all right Mm. so cheese let's let's actually do a comparison 
All right. How many actual, how many, what are your estrogen levels in tofu? Well, tofu has lots of phytoestrogens. That's for sure. Phytoestrogen. Yeah. Did you know that actually blocks estrogen? Uh, there are studies showing people that consume yes. high amounts of tofu it have act- higher estrogen and consequences. Well, I can. I actually have a study to debunk that study. Yeah, great. <laughs> so there's a wash. Uh, so, uh, so thank God because, for Mike and Juice, right? Because because the phytoestrogen actually blocks the estrogen. So because it, it's a receptor, okay? So it's a receptor in your in your body that invites the estrogen. The phytoestrogen actually fills that sensor, which blocks the estrogen. So. It, no. <laughs> I don't know where topic we're on. So now... Well, we were about to go and cheese, then I think the cheese... Yeah, so okay, cheese, cheese. cheese is chock full of estrogen because you're getting it from a cow that was just yeah. pregnant. Right. It is chock full of it. So you are inviting a concentrated form of estrogen right into your bloodstream every single time you eat cheese. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. This might be a dead horse topic because I don't think anybody's really saying, oh, my God, cheese. Um, I, but I do think there are many forms of dairy that are adequate. Okay, my, a good philosophy is not to overconsume no matter what. And so if, if you're having a cow, Moderation. Not, so nature should kind of dictate seasonally or quantity-wise yeah. the stuff we're eating. And a cow should, in a lifetime, be able to naturally produce so much milk. Mm-hmm. Should we push it to its profitability? Okay. We can do some of that, but not to an extreme, you know, if you're getting pus and infections and all this kind of stuff. And then from a nutritional standpoint and an educational standpoint, you know, how does that estrogen level change? If you heat it, if you turn it into cheese, if you ferment it, if you drink it raw... You know, I know there's we can't get raw cheese or milk. You gotta go to France to get the, you know, that type of stuff where <laughs> or have your own milk. Right. Or whatever. Well, there are some states. Awesome. People do. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. there are some states it's not a law. I think in Ohio you can be prosecuted. But why are they busted by the feds? Right. Yeah. Because I just they, saw a Portlandia skit where they were selling. They they yeah. got arrested for selling raw because milk. they 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 promote. So it's like a cocaine thing, right? For, yeah. Whole milk. Bust him. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that it's a it's a big topic you can kind of look at. Yeah. I don't really care to yeah. debunk uh, the health. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll skip over the large study because I was going to go into the uh, astradiol and how that well, actually I, is. I can see it's a cheese. I don't really care about yeah, it. Yeah, so... I, but that's the yeah. thing, too. Like, like the milk, like everything good in milk or cheese is, is put into it. Not, that's not true. Actually. No? No. You have vitamin K2 that you cannot get in plants. You can only get in, like, cheese animal products. Uh, actually, no animals create those. You can they get them from all natural yeah. supplements. You, yes, you can. Yeah. Natural supplements. Yes. All natural supplements. Because the animals themselves don't produce them. They right. actually get them from the ground. Right, exactly. They pre-convert it for us. But, but, but so you're... Okay, so from, we can get into... Oh, man, I well, not, we, <laughs> Yeah, because like now we're getting into protein. Like, yeah. animals don't synthesize their own protein either. I, like, exactly. Like, you mentioned back in so, the three-ounce steak, and I'm like, okay, well... Let, let's take B12. Let's take B12, for example. Mediums, yeah. and, okay. and you don't... For, well, let's like finish on. Let's finish this first. Let's finish this first. Okay. okay. So, so astradiol, phyto, phytoestrogen, right? Okay. So you can actually see on the graph up there, which will be in the slides later, which will be in the slides later if you if you subscribe to our newsletter. Um, <laughs> so you can see where the the estradiol and testosterone. Okay. I'm going to skip the studies and go straight to the fun part: the mortality. Okay. 
So those who did not consume the soy products had a much higher mortality rate than those who had a high soy intake. This was an actual study. It's all done right here. It was five cohort studies done by the Asian Pacific Cancer Prevention Center. You'll be able to pull those studies right up the slides. The lowest mortality rate was those who consumed what high is ER? Soy. It says low, high soy ER. What is that? What's ER? That's, it's a base type of soy. It's a soy concentrate. Okay. So we'll go into a different... We won't go into all that here because it's different kinds of soy. <laughs> um, but anyway. Okay. okay, so your this study shows that you should eat soy. That soy is actually 100% good for you. If you intake it in the right ways, obviously you can't eat it 24 hours a day. Right. It has to be part of a healthy diet. It has to be. So if you're not eating soy... No, 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 no. What's saying is in this study, yeah. <laughs> it, it had to be part of the diet. So, yeah. and, and it, they, they, this was five different cohort studies, five of them. Uh-huh. And inside of it... Oh, man, me too. Uh, inside, inside of it, um, and you'll be able to pull these studies. It, it was from a, a cancer prevention study they did in the Asiatics. Good. Um, the lowest mortality rate was were the, from those who had high consumption of soy. And that was because it is both high protein and it also contributes to a healthy body. So, I mean, okay, so you might, there might be a correlation with mortality, overall mortality. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are definitely, there are some people that are not as tolerable to soy. Where they, there are some. I agree. They, they do spike their estrogen. Yeah, my they, son was allergic to soy, actually. Yeah, and like it does he, have... You just can't take it. Yeah, and some are. Some are. I mean, there's... I'm allergic to macadamia nuts, you know, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so... So, I, I mean, I think... Uh, there's plenty of countries that don't eat a lot of soy and have, you know, just as good longevity, so... Yeah. I'm not sure that... Did, says anything but soy has some health benefits yes but i I worry talking about soy and i think why it's rightly vilified is because it has become the number one replacement of process i i think going along with you i agree that i think it's the processing that causes it to be harmful i i and that's why i do believe if you are going to have soy you should stick to things like your non-gmo soys and i think it's it's the responsibility of these yeah. of uh, these studies and things to not really try to make it look like veganism or omnivore or Mediterranean is the be all end all because I think you're going to have people that say I'm eating plant based I'm eating vegan I'm not going to die ever of anything oh, no. I mean there have been people <laughs> that have died killed their you're, you're, babies oh, and all this kind of stuff die. because Everyone's gonna you die. have to know your stuff like Russ said yeah but there's their study there are funny studies the number you, one cause of death is birth <laughs> oh, that is a quote that's going on Instagram. Uh, well, I probably didn't. Someone else probably came up with that. Yeah, but you're going to be on the T-shirt. With yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. This will be your T-shirt. <laughs> but like Russ said, I do think extra work has to be put into being a, a vegan if it is sustainable. I, I mean, it's to me that's kind of questionable um, for all stages of life. And maybe you know, for middle-aged people, okay, but. Um, I think it's irresponsible to push a, an agenda of any sort without saying, and I think it's actually more detrimental to push a vegan diet because they, they do lack in things that you have to supplement and you have to be aware of. Mm. And that's true. And, and, and I, don't think that, you should, I don't think you should go into any diet without taking all those considerations in. Yeah. 
Um, but, but I mean, he... on that though, um, but I'll, I'll get right over to you. Uh, no, no, that's okay. Just... On that though, um, everything that you get from animals comes from the natural nutrients, either from the ground or the plants themselves. Right. Um, There's no difference. There might be a conversion process, but you can you still get it from the ground the, the animals got it from something right and so, that's why we can't eat that something because so, we can't convert it as efficiently well to a degree Too b, many b, b12 b12 for example yeah, okay that's a good b12 one. all right b12 you need right right we'll get this animals don't make it yeah bacteria make it bacteria makes it very good so all you need it's is a help your kimchi and exactly uh, yeah it, it can <laughs> be made in your gut it yeah. can but but small quantities there are many you, vegans that are deficient in B12. Oh, exactly. Yeah. There but, are omnivores that are deficient but in again, B12, But again, all you need is a natural... There's yeah. labs around the world that grow this all naturally for you, and all you have to do is take a supplement and you're done. Well, so, a lot of it's an injection, uh, and it's and it has some effects. Like, not everybody is subscribing. It's necessary for prevent brain damage this, from vegans, yeah. but it's not yeah. necessary yeah. if you eat responsible. But again, but B12 is just... It's grown from bacteria. It's it's easy to, yeah. to take those in. It's easy to take bacteria in once it's made in a in a safe form. Yes. Yeah. So you have to, <laughs> yeah, you have in to a buy high an quality industry. form. Yes. And yeah. there's and there's many companies around the world that do it for you. And it's it's yeah. and it's right. easy on you. But it's more processing. So, so it's like what's the processor? Nature. Or yeah. Monsanto. Ha! Not Monsanto. <laughs> Not Monsanto. Uh, well, there, yeah. Well, then we get into the overlap because. Again, that goes into the causes and <laughs> support not... support your all natural labs, stuff like especially those. if they're local. You're talking like the way they feed them. Yeah. yeah. So but I'm only me... a proponent of regenerative agriculture, which we'll get to, I think, in the sustainable portion of it. So, do you think uh, people who eat meat can't be whole food eaters? No, no. I think I think that anybody can be a whole food eater. Okay. Yeah, I I would not demonize. Um, now, if you were strictly a carnivore and you didn't ingest anything else, I'd say you need to research a little more. Yeah, I, <laughs> because your body obviously needs other things. Right. Um, but if if you were to let's say that you did ingest some meat, yeah, you, you are going to suffer some repercussions from that. Okay, we can we can we can touch on that shortly. Um, you will suffer some repercussions from that. Um, but. It does not mean you cannot be a healthy individual. So, yeah. Can I interview you guys for just a second on B12? Okay. We're being interviewed. <sighs> okay. Come on, bring So, it. how much B12 do you supplement, Russ? Oh, man. I don't know the milligram of the B12 that I take, but I take it like every couple of days. As pill form? Yeah, a little chewable. Okay. I don't yeah. know, whatever. It's probably standard... Uh, Whatever the standard health store, like a men's multivitamin or something. Uh, this is actually a B12. It's not a yeah, multi. Yeah. It's actual B12. It's um, I don't know what the milligram it is. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I actually take mine in liquid form from organic drinks. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that multi that numerous dietitians disagree on the amount of B12 you should be taking? I agree. <laughs> yes. you, that's another thing. I take it yeah. indiscriminately. I don't take. It. That's why I don't take that much, and I relegate it to. <laughs> right out of caution yeah right yeah why because i just want to drive home the point that if you are eating a natural diet you shouldn't have to think about supplementation mm. and when there's even the medical professionals disagree on the quantities how can you really be sure if you're raising 
a four-year-old mm-hmm. vegan that they're getting the right qual- quantities. I mean, once you're a teenager or something, your brain's mostly developed, and and really it's not as sad. But when the kid can't make their own decisions and the parent is enforcing these things, mm-hmm. and they don't even know the quantities that are safe, excess quantities of B12 has been shown to cause lung cancer in some pet PubMed studies. So yeah. Is, there are consequences. There can be too much, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Now, before we progress to our next part of our subject, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever wanted to train Muay Thai? Perhaps there's no gyms near you. Perhaps you work odd hours. Perhaps, like a few of us, you don't like germs. Whichever way it goes, you can train online with some of the best instructors from around the country, either live or in class with other students. Living Muay Thai gives you the chance to do all of this and much more. So jump into live classes and on demand right now. LivingMuayThai.com Again, I'm going to advise everybody to go ahead and go to PCRM.org and they actually cover some of this. Because they they are, it's a full council of physicians. Right, and I've seen seen a down the line of of physicians that just recommend different supplements, different quantities. Mm-hmm. And as a, a consumer, how do you know? But if, yeah. if you're an omnivore, which some omnivores are deficient in B12 too, but I do think that's based on the 1970, you're reducing the amount of red meat. There's, there's just, and a lot of people aren't eating a lot of fish and sources of B12. So. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Marine-based foods. Um, I know you've read things before. Can I read something? Please. For you? Okay, because this is... Uh, there is actually a, uh, uh, and I, I recommend all of you to read this, um, and it, it really comes from my platform more than the nutritional that we've been talking about. Um, uh, it's called Carnism, um, and actually it's a, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, a, it's a lady that kind of went down this journey of what we're really talking about here, and, and actually there was a, 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 what we're talking about, what about B12, and if I, it's, it's a short blur, but I'll read through it. Um, it says, while we can only consume naturally occurring B12, by eating animals or drinking dirty water or eating our own excrement. Um, B12 is readily available for vegans in many fortified foods, soy milk, uh, nutritional yeast and spreads, or can be consumed in the form of a supplement. Um, So there really is no shame in consuming fortified foods or taking a supplement because the food you eat uh, does not naturally provide it, uh, as many vegans seem to think... uh, this is the case to argue, or many non-vegans seem to think this is the case to argue against us. Not at all. It turns out that if you live in a developed or developing country, you're pretty much walk a walking supplement advertisement, and you probably don't even realize it. Hmm. Um, the bread you eat is fortified with vitamins. Um, juices are fortified. Cow milk has vitamins added to it during the manufacturing process. Table salt often has iodine added to it. Livestock animals are fed and injected with supplements. Breakfast cereals are fortified. Um, and unless they work outdoors, all meat, dairy, egg eaters, uh, especially if they have darker skin, need to be taking a vitamin D supplement on a daily basis. All those listed foods are fortified because the vast majority of people fail to get anywhere near the amount of adequate nutrition without them. So not only do non-vegans have no right to condemn vegans eating fortified foods or taking a supplement for B12, and 99% of non-vegans eat a heavily supplemented diet anyway, but it is actually advisable that uh, you do eat fortified foods or take supplements to cover your basic nutritional needs anyway. I would say taking those supplements is greater than taking supplements. Using it from natural dietary sources yeah. is greater than taking supplements. 
Whether 99% of people do it doesn't mean that's the way it should be done. Yeah. And that's why I get mine from the natural juices and then they put, they add it to the natural juices. Right. So, yeah, so I don't... It might not be I the argument, but it's yeah. just part I, of the argument. You know what? I think that brings up a good point of fortification because you you put, you put said, well, milk is crappy because it's fortified, so it kind of like washes that argument away because you support well, some fortification and not... Yeah, I think milk is crappy because... Yeah, it's <laughs> other things. But well, it was part of your yeah, argument. But yes, you're right. You're right. Um, so I do think fortification is something we should be aware of. Yeah. But I, I think when you're a whole food diet, you should be aware of your micronutrients and what provides it. Like when you eat a cow, you don't just eat T-bones, you eat the liver and the kidneys and the heart. You know, these things have, and the tendons, tendons actually, cartilage and tendons actually provide fiber, like you're, they will help feed your microbiome. So not only that, but from a sustainability, the more of an animal you eat, the less animals you eat. You know what I mean? So I do think uh, cows provide the right, ruminants provide the right amount and levels as long as you're eating them responsible you try to live on ribeyes some people do i don't think that's responsible i mean yeah i, I think you want to you want to consume liver i mean there is no food on earth that can go toe-to-toe with liver that's disgusting <laughs> it's not it's delicious. even when i was a kid my mom so true story so my mother said you need your liver and i said mom i don't eat liver she said why i said it's gross and so there was one day she made it four different ways. Yeah. And she tried to get me to eat it. And I got the first one down. boy. I got the second one down. Barely. I mean, mind you, each one of these is one bite, right? One bite from each. Got the second one down. Barely. The next one stuck in my throat for almost three minutes before I got it down. <laughs> I almost puked up the last one. It took me a good five to seven minutes to get it down. Liver is disgusting. Why, why don't you love your mom? Right? <laughs> but you can get liver in pill form too, I would say. So, but liver is actually also chock full of toxins, just so you understand. So if you actually go with... doesn't store toxins. But it is full of toxins. So we're not going to cover that right now because okay. that, would, that would take us all day. <laughs> because it actually is. It actually fine, is. Fine. It actually is terrible for you. That's the point, but right? We'll talk, we can talk later about that. But yeah, yeah. T- liver is actually terrible for you. Okay, so. well, I don't want the audience walking away with that being less. Liver is actually wonderful for you. So there. Now you can either think it's terrible or think it's wonderful. <laughs> I think it's the most powerful. Well, let's ask the cow. <laughs> really? They would probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can actually overdose in vitamin A from the liver. People yeah. have died from wow. eating too much liver. And you can't get vitamin A in any I plant actually, That's one I, I really don't like. True. Yeah, liver's terrible. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> it is. You it is. put it up against any other food. It really? is. But I it feel is, like however you prepare it, it's not only the outside yeah. takes on that taste. Once you bite into it, it's like Play-Doh. See, oh, I no, call it... It has a weird... My entire life flavor. will tell you I disagree because I wasn't a vegetarian until recently... Hold on, I'm talking shit it's about liver right gross. now. I'm your, on your side. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. keep going, keep going. <laughs> have you ever tried it raw? Yeah. Some people eat it Wait raw. Wait a minute now. How many times have you eaten liver in your life? I just started eating it this year, and now I eat it probably three times a month. Mm. I mix it in with my ground beef. Um, mm. Do you also enjoy placenta? I've never eaten liver. I've never <laughs> eaten liver. I, I think sometimes like my family and my mom tries to use it to cook with, but I, no. Uh-uh. Right. It's gross. It's like trying to eat like a little alien, you know. It's just it's it's foreign to your body. <laughs> I think sometimes they try to use it for flavor, but 
It's got an acquired flavor, I will admit. The first time, but now I actually enjoy it. I mix it mostly with my ground beef, really. And uh, when I get a piece of liver in there, I am mm-hmm. thankful. It's like, hey, it's the multivitamin <laughs> of, of nutrition. And then B, it actually is it's very distinct. And it's like, oh, yeah, that flavor. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to reach for the Flintstones on that one. Most people do. Most people do. Just like when your mom tries to convince you that the giblets are actually really good. No, mom. You just don't want them to be around the house anymore. <laughs> Eat the giblets. It's more sustainable. Gross. Good source of collagen. <laughs> yeah, there's just things, which by the way, um, there's just things that you do get from nature. There was there was uh, three studies done. One was in Belgium, one was in the UK, and one was done in a, U- it was a U.S. Canada uh, study that was done uh, between both borders. Um, and they did take it in. This one's on the protein, protein side again, since we're talking about supplementing. Um, inside the study, again, these are three separate studies. One was Belgium, one was the UK, one was Canada. The UK was actually done by Oxford. So the non-vegans, on average, okay, on average, took in, in uh, U- the US, 20 milligrams of protein a day, all right, or per meal. Uh, 20 grams per day? In, in, per meal. Oh, per meal. Um, in Oxford, it was 17.6, and in Belgium, it was 17. Uh, 17 milligrams. Lacto-ovo, those are those who include dairy but don't eat meat, it was 21.1 milligrams, okay, followed by 18.3, and finally 20. The vegans, on average per meal, took in 22.2 milligrams, followed by 19.99, followed by 23. They consumed more protein, not less. So on three separate studies in three separate countries, vegans had more protein per meal than a non-vegan. Okay, but protein is not a protein when it comes to measuring all the amino acids, all the branched-chain amino acids. This is just protein. <laughs> now you can call something a protein and it doesn't have amino, some amino acids. That is true, So but that's why, they, you, that's they say why, that's why source, you supplement. Vegetable, so. yeah, vegetable source protein is about... Forty percent less absorbable and usable, so you have to eat forty percent more protein. And there's a study done recently; I think it was just done 2020, that showed people that were on even lacto over vegetarian mm-hmm. diets uh-huh. saw um, as they aged into elderly, they lost muscle much faster, and they were working out. But those also mm. are not supplementing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So your diet doesn't provide it. <laughs> no, you have to supplement. Always have to supplement. And you and don't always have. To. I don't have to supplement. Yeah, I would disagree. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I will. Yeah. I use natural Redmond salt for a little bit of extra. I do eat vegetables because I know there's certain sources of potassium. So, but I don't have to supplement because I'm aware of these micronutrients and and where they come from. And there are fit, shrimp, for example. If I want, if I care about potassium, I can increase my number of shrimp. But. Oh. I like the taste of some vegetables that have high potassium, so I, I can do that. So but, non-kosher. But no, you don't have to. The vegan diet, you do absolutely have to supplement. You absolutely have to. Yeah. And that's why I'll say it is an inferior diet. <laughs> you do on a, on a carnivore diet, too. I just told you you don't. If you if you are a strict carnivore, yes, you do. Why? What, what nutrient can't... Strict carnivorism... Uh, uh, Wait, when you say strict carnivore, that's just, yeah. just, just eating so, meat? Yes. 
But I don't think anyone does that. I don't know anyone. There are, no, there's yeah. a lot. It's a big movement. Yes, just it is. Me. I don't yes, it condone is. it, yes. but there's a big movement. Yeah, just me. Oh. That's not cool. No, that's what I'm saying. I would, As a meat eater, I would say that's dumb. Yeah, you got to break it out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I, actually radically stupid. <laughs> yeah. But there are people that have done it for like 20 years. Bad plus, for like long. Time. Sustainable? They it can do it. I don't... I mean, that's... It is that's not sustainable. It is totally not sustainable. I don't... Yeah, that's not cool. No. Yeah, it's rough. Although I will say it's probably, I don't know. I bought a half a cow after I go vegan every year for Lent. So I'll do whatever, 40 days or however long it is. And I bought a cow. So when does Lent end? April. Well, I mean, it can vary a little bit from year to year. Second week of April. Yeah, Wednesday. exactly. Yeah. You so bought I started a cow. Half a cow. And so this, <laughs> I still have half a cow in my fridge and I eat it every day and feed two boys. So this... In over boy, six Mike. months, it's been half a cow. So one death. Is it already cut up or do you have to do that? It's pre-processed. Yeah. Okay. But Is I asked for the organ meats and the bones and, you know. You're not going to convince that. me that liver's cool. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. So I will say, okay, so let's go back to the carnivores. Do need to supplement? What would be the nutrient they need to supplement? Good Lord. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so you don't have any specific, you just assume that they would. I did not pull that study okay. right now. Because but you're right. I mean, there's a low vitamin C. You have to eat the organs. Carnism is terrible. Carnism, I mean. Not nose you're, to you're not getting. You're not, you're not getting true fibers. You're not getting true fibers. Fiber is still debatable. The microbiome's under, not oh, understandable by You're not getting but true I mean, fibers. Even, I don't mean to even be this Rogan. person who sounds like he doesn't know anything about this. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you are. Even but like, I'm, I'm carrying yeah. it anyway. Yeah. Does it any of it matter? Like, I know people who have died in their 90s, late 90s, who have eaten meat. And, well, I guess I don't know any vegans who have done that because it's, it's not been a thing that long. That's another good this point. Long enough. But, like, there's more to life than, like, I'm obsessed over what I'm eating. Like, oh, I, yeah. I like what I you're saying where, where I don't. I, I know some people who just obsess over like what they're eating or what they're not eating because it's going to prolong their longevity. And it's like, well, the amount of stress you're doing right now is probably going to shorten it up. So. I definitely think there are a lot of eating disorders. I'm obsessed with discovery and learning things. And, and I honestly feel slighted by the whole plant-based thing, you know, saying you should only eat red meat once a month. Not saying why, that it causes heart disease, high cholesterol, all cancer, all these things that are statistically insignificant and debatable, not mentioning all the nutrition that you are lacking. So I've been eating mostly fish and chicken, not realizing how good I feel now that I've introduced high B vitamins into my diet and, mm. and heme iron. Like, oh my God, I, I'm telling you, I've knocked off five years. And I've only been on a high meat-based diet since Lent ended. You do realize that heart disease went up the very year that it, that chicken was introduced by fast food. You just threw me off. I don't know what. You, you don't have to eat fast <laughs> food. Statistically, chicken, it's a mountain climb on a 45-degree yeah. angle. I mean, heart fast disease food increased. Is not great. Drastically, so, drastically okay. increased. So chicken. The minute is, you introduced, right. because before the 1950s, it was predominantly beef, right? Right. Uh, so. Once they introduce chicken as a mainstay, you can look at the chart, and the heart disease is a skyrocket. Right. And they've degree angle. Food, though. And that's 
That's not the same as chicken. It's both sides, though. It's the, the same chicken. time, the same time that you amp up chicken consumption. That's me. That's me going and getting chicken breast for dinner over at the okay. grocery store. Okay, as well as everything else. As soon as they introduced that as a mainstay in the diet, which this, happened, this good. you know, this going into the 1960s and up. Yeah. All right, right into the 70s, you can look and statistically, heart disease skyrocketed from that point forward. And that's perfect. That's I'm so glad you brought that up. Because why did they start pushing chicken? Go ahead, tell me. Because it's a leaner cut. Everybody was fat phobic. And mm. not in today's version of fat phobic. <laughs> Doesn't show. But, <laughs> but red meat was villainized in the 1950s yeah. because of the high fat and high cholesterol content. Mm-hmm. Everybody switched to lean cuts of meat. Mm. Yet, Heart disease, which was supposedly caused by high saturated fat and red meat, right. and according to you, cancer, still skyrocketed right. when the consumption of red meat started plummeting. What else? What? What else went up? The consumption of chicken. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, disease-wise, what else went up? Um, since when? Since 1950. I mean, diabetes. Since, since the 50s, obesity. Stuff, everything. Yeah, yeah. What uh-huh. hasn't? Uh, <laughs> so it turns out Alzheimer's and dementia went up. Okay. And there is a direct correlation. So, yes. So, so if you look, intake intake went up from 13 to 25 grams. Intake right. of saturated fat. Yes. So now you're on the saturated fat, even though we yes. just talked about how we went to leaner cuts of meat and so, everything just went, went up. And it did. This, this was actually a study done across Chicago. All right. So, and as you could see... It is a skyrocket of those whose Alzheimer's went up. All right, it was a skyrocket of Alzheimer's that went up. Yes. So I mean, I hope you're giving some details here, because just to say they, if you if you include if you include and add up the saturated fats that became part of your daily diet, that includes, and this is going on the light side. This is the light side. So let's say you had two large eggs. One slice of bacon. No one has one slice of bacon, by the way. I don't care who you <laughs> Chicken thigh. Skinless. All right. Whole milk. One cup. One cup. DiGiorno pizza. All right. Yeah, it's not delivery. Right? For one. Just for one. Just for one. It's not delivery. <laughs> that adds up to 25.5 grams, okay, of saturated fat. Right? Mm-hmm. Bad fat. All right. Wait a minute. Can we back Debatably up? Debatably bad fat. Can we back up? Because oh, yeah, go ahead. you made a... You made a poignant statement about chicken and everything increased from there, and then you kind of just went right back to. Oh no! Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Well, he's. It was two different topics. Okay. Now, now he's on to saturated fat causing Alzheimer's. Yeah. Did you define why the chicken came in and then everything skyrocketed? Did you? Did just, you... It was a market shift, and he he had it. It was it was because red meat was demonized. So. No, but saturated fat was demonized as well. But you said when the chicken came in, everything skyrocketed. Heart disease, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So did you? So you're saying you're saying on top of everything with the red meat, the chicken added to that. So when the chicken didn't, when chicken was introduced, or, yeah, when chicken just was, like when they said pork is the other white meat. Yeah, when when, all, when chicken was introduced, and we slaughter well over a million chickens a day. All right. A day. You know, it's actually yes. It's like a million chickens, like every like yeah, seventeen seconds or something. Yeah, you're not you're it's not insane. wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, that was so in the 1950s, <laughs> it escalated going to the 1960s. Okay. I think it was before 1972. I think it was. It was a million chickens a day. 
But yeah, uh, you're you're right. I believe it's almost uh, a million chickens an hour now. Oh, that's cray cray. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 about a million chickens an hour. It's either an hour or or I mean, less. I, I could probably but find is it. that that's yeah. in the world or that's that's in the U.S. Dude, that's the U.S. Yeah, I mean there yeah. are what three hundred twenty-five million people in the U.S. Yeah. or something. Now, mind like you, that. before the nineteen fifties, it was, I mean, a couple chickens here and there. But after that, well, when it, red meat was demonized, <laughs> he is right. That's that's what that that's what spurned it. That's what that's what drove it on. Um, but it, it became astronomical and it, there is a direct correlation on the skyrocketing of heart disease. Now, on top of that, so mild cognitive impairment, this was a study done, um, over in, uh, like I said, it was over in, um, uh, Chicago. It was done by the geriatric psychiatry. Um, and in this study, there was 1,341 adults. Average age was 50, followed by 21 years. All right, it was a long study. <laughs> and saturated fat directly contributed to mild cognitive impairment. They did. They found out what they were eating. They correlated the elements of what they were eating. Okay, and those who ate very, very low saturated fat were almost uninhibited as far as cognitive impairment went. When they went through and they did analysis in their brains, all right, taking samples, they did find out that the higher saturated fats did cause, it was a common factor among every single person with cognitive impairment, they had high saturated fats in the brain. That was done throughout the study yeah. across 21 years. So right? why? It's, it's the longest study done of this type. Right. But that's not a vegan study. study by any means, right? That's just a. You're, it's a saturated fat study. So saturated yeah. fats are an optional part of the diet. Like so you can get leaner cuts of. So what you can see is, and so along this along this line, now this is a correlating study. Uh, this is from Herbert L. E. Archneural. Yeah. Uh, all of this will be in the slides. <laughs> the Alzheimer's prevalence in the U.S. corroborated that, and it's been skyrocketing as well with the market. All right. So when we you wait, you think. People are consuming more saturated fat year over year. Yes, actually it is. So, so saturated fats. Yeah. Yes. So that that's one of the things that I did find is that the saturated fat consumption actually increased. So, I, know, um, I would believe polyunsaturated fats, but not saturated fats. So, uh, hmm. so my mild cognitive impairment, uh, which we know is 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 it hard to remember things, reasoning, right. visual spatial ability. Um. What they did find is is the APOE epsilon four allele. Oh yes, of course. That is not on the test. <laughs> okay, so so this is this is this is what it was affecting. Okay, so this is what the the fats were binding to. Okay, all right, which is what's causing the cognitive impairment. All right, mm -hmm. again, this is a twenty one year study. It's right? Twenty. What kind of twenty one years study? What, mean, what kind of 20 did they go over epidemiological studies of the past twenty one years, or did they do a control group study? Where it was they, control group study. So for twenty one years, yep, they fed people. No, they watched diets, and they okay. and people had to log, and yes, okay. So. And most of those is an honor system, and, and for twenty one years, ish. Uh, Obviously, none of them were vegans. <laughs> right, so. right, and and but what's so. the? I'm curious. And, and, and my so you're correlating is, the rise of saturated fat in a uh, diet, which I, yeah. I do have to check into that. 
Absolutely, um, and, and, and the rise of all and all of this yeah. will be available in the slides. Even so. though I, I would <laughs> so suggest more, that you know, processed foods and other things have also been on the rise. Probably they play a factor. Right. They do play a factor. Yeah. Because I, I mean, we can kind of go back and forth here. Where what about like all the nutrients you miss as a, a vegan that call it that? So this is not just a saturated fat thing, which is optional on a carnivore diet. That is true. Um, what about like DHA and lack of B12 again causing cognitive brain function? And that is true. And that is again why you have to supplement. Yeah. And in today's world, there's no reason you can't supplement. So now, now we're up to B12 and DHA as supplementation, right? And it's, again, it's easy. It's not hard. It's, it's not hard. But what about what about vitamin A? Supplement. It's not easy. Or it's not hard. It's not hard. Okay. So now so, you're at you're at B12, DHA. And vitamin A. You can literally okay. take an all-natural supplement AO daily, and you're fine. All right. And what about the other B vitamins that know, usually vegans are low in? Those are usually included inside those supplements. Okay. Riboflavin. Those are usually included in those supplements. Did you know most vegans are deficient in zinc as well? And it gets more common as they age? And that's often because of them not supplementing. And this is the, it, there's no excuse. There's no excuse see, for them see, not to supplement. But do you see that like if your diet is so heavily based on supplementation, vitamin D is low. Vitamin you're, K you're talking, is You're talking low. about one supplement. But you can day. eat all the vitamin D you want in Northeast Ohio. You're not gonna get right. You get vitamin D. I mean, you literally you only need 20 minutes D. of sun a day. I mean, you get vitamin D in, in fish products. You get vitamin D in eggs. You, you get can, vitamin D from the sunlight. It's a hormone. Supplementation in a lot of these do yeah. have. I mean, people are starting to back off the vitamin D recommendation supplementation because yeah. it's causing colorectal cancer. Yeah, in some areas. So vitamin D, you only need twenty minutes a day. So, so go in the sun, walk, walk. Vitamin D or vitamin D three? Vitamin D. I thought D three was the only one we got from the sun that we needed. You're right, D three, because D is found in some plants. Yeah. yeah, it's a fat yeah. soluble. Yeah, plants will absorb it from the sun. But D three you cannot get from a plant. You can get it from the sun. Most people are deficient, but you can also get it from yeah. fish and eggs and liver. Yeah. So going back to the study. <laughs> so uh, well, I just want to. Yeah. I don't know if you heard how much supplementation is included. Right now, I think we're up to like five or six. And again, um, in today's society, it's not hard to supplement. It really isn't. It's not hard, but I mean, I, we're yes. going to go into sustainability and uh, yeah. um, agriculture. Or, yeah. I mean, ecology and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, we'll be hitting that. And so <laughs> when you talk about more processes, more shipping, more things involved, yeah. you are leaving a bigger carbon footprint. Uh, ish. But anyway, okay. back to the study. Oh, <laughs> so, still on that. So, <laughs> so in this study... It was the beta amyloid plaque within the brain, within the cerebral cortex and the hippocampus. Okay, yeah. so those are all parts of the brain. All right. Okay. So all of those had that beta amyloid plaque. All right, which was caused by the saturated fats, which caused both the cognitive impairment and Alzheimer's, and they were able to directly place it right back on animal products. No, well, saturated fat, um, which you can get out of side of animal products as well, um, and but so it's okay for you to supplement all these things that do cause brain damage and, and functionality problems. I'm getting brain damage right now. <laughs> but it's not okay to remove or, or watch your saturated fat intake on a, on a well-planned diet. You always have to watch your saturated fats. Okay. And by the way, cholesterol and stuff doesn't come from plants. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I mean, your your brain makes cholesterol, and you can get cholesterol in food, but you can also get cholesterol out of like coconut oil. Oh, yeah, no. And you need cholesterol. The right kind of cholesterol. Um. Well, all right. You want to elaborate on that? No, good lord, no. Because I mean, it's a it's a major thing because so, your brain functions on cholesterol. And yeah. A lot of vegans are shown to be low. You talk about cognitive cognitive deficiency. Yeah. If you're low on cholesterol, actually during Lent, I got a blood test and I was low on cholesterol. Yeah. The doctor called it out. Yeah. <laughs> and but, I was eating coconut oil. But these are only things. These are again, these are all things that you work with your doctor on and you supplement. It's that's not hard. You work with your doctor and you supplement. I mean, don't you think that washes out your argument and you get tested for saturated fat? And, you know? I know. We needed a we need a vegan nutritionist in on this argument because. No, the both side nutritionists. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, because <laughs> sure. I, I think you guys. I mean, you guys are fencing, and and it's yeah. all right. You know, you, you're all making sense. Yeah. But I don't think we're ever going to. But again, to a conclusion on this. Yeah. You're right. And again, no, this was a twenty-one year study that anybody can pull. <laughs> well, not solve. But. All right, anybody can pull this. But most so, of his solving is saying supplement externally, outside of the diet. Yeah. Part it, of the diet is. It, Taking a pill or an injection. It's, yeah, which is all plant-derived. It's fine. Not so. always. Well, you yeah. know what? I always yes. thought I always thought if you can't, what you just oh, said kind of rang a bell. What you just said kind of rang a bell. Like, you know, I always thought that about jobs. Like, if you can't do it in one, don't do it. Like, you know, or like if you, with a, with a, with a meal, with a diet, like if you can't do it, it within the diet, you're propping it up with pills that you have to buy. Yeah, I that would, makes sense. Right, right. I would like, understand that from an ethical standpoint. You can't all do it within the diet. With the way yeah. our market works, you always have to. So with the way our market works, okay, whether you're... But he's a, saying you don't have to whether, if you eat If you're a mass well. production a carnivore, yes, you do. Because you're still eating meat that is, that is eating Monsanto all day and night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because your average consumer is not going out to a small <laughs> farm. So yes, you still have to. <laughs> you have to be aware. If you're not eating nose to tail, you're not eating the organs, you're going to be deficient in a lot of these things and you should probably supplement. I think that's on both sides yeah. though. I mean, yeah. I, think, I, I think the whole, uh, there's just a vegan fad going on lately that is not healthy. Right. I think there's a fad on both sides that's unhealthy. I agree. I totally <laughs> so, agree. Yeah. Do you think okay. the vegan... But you know, there, there's just, there, there is that group of vegans that think just simply cutting out meat and they're healthy. No. Exactly. No. That's but there's a, that's what's being pushed that's, in the media. That's and, and, that, and that is wrong. You do have to make sure you're working with your doctor to get the right. proper supplementation. Right. Right. And as, as the trendy Beyond Burger and whatever Whopper, you know, like... Yeah. As those things come, people should be aware. But there is no awareness. You know, like, I think Beyond Meat does fortify their meat, but the other one does not. So you're basically just eating a bunch of processed, I will tell you, um, Aaron has talked about that, like Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat stuff so much. And I was, like, (laughs) against it. Like, not, not going to happen. Never going to touch my lips. I'm not going to try that stuff. So, like... One day I go to Starbucks and I'm like, I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah. And I try to get it and they're out. And it's like wow. early in the morning. And then I go again and I'm like, I'm going to try that. They're out. It's early in the morning. I'm like, so, and this happened a bunch. So I'm like, people must like it. There's so, so many healthy people. But I So I finally got it and I was like, oh, they have it. You Do can. I want it? Um, 
that's that's... A, and that's a big misnomer and, and along those lines is like you can't go out and eat impossible burgers and be like okay I'm nope no that's that's junk nope. food like there is junk food that's but vegan I, when I yes. tried even it? no matter how much they put it in an impossible burger and everything yes yeah. you might say like instead of a burger it satisfies that portion of whatever my meat eating brain but that that's that's as far as you should take it. Yeah. When um, I tried it, I was transported back to fifth grade with like one of those Miss Salisbury steak. Type. It tasted <laughs> like a Salisbury steak that it you got from one of those little. Tasting. I'm like, this is not great. good. I waited all this time of like all this buildup, and now this letdown. I'm like, no, yeah. never again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, back the foil. I, I, yeah. well, I'm gonna eat meat. Well, you gotta, you gotta go back to what you said way at the early is, is follow the money, you know. True. Any, any Ingredients are dollars. What do I want to? What's hot right now? Veganism. Okay, let's put some shit together and give a vegan a patty of something. You know, I mean, give a vegan a patty. If it's vegan, that I don't be on care what the hell it is. It could, like you said, it could be a Twizzler. I <laughs> mashed up a bunch of Twizzlers and put some hickory smoke flavor on it. Here you go. Here's a vegan patty. Like, you know, it's like. <laughs> You know, okay. and we can we can do this about me. We can do it's it about trendy. plant based. We can go back and forth yeah. about what's good, what's bad. And, yeah. and again, I, I I I almost want to say I can see. I can see uh, to what you're going to cool, tell cool, me cool. is good about meat, and I can see to what I know is good about plant based. And let's just say we'll meet in the middle. So, like, if based somebody on this were to say tonight, something about being a food libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. there you go. Which, by like the way, I, said, I have to like say that the only ago. food libertarian in the room is Edward. Yeah, join us in part three for the rest of the conversation. <laughs>